started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Uh, what the fuck is up, gamers, ladies, ladies, gays, and goons? <laughs> what if we're all? Of, what if what if our listeners are all of those at once? Uh, then they're super valid. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, you're right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> welcome back. It's been a while. It has been so Kept long. You waiting. We have late, <laughs> but worth the wait. Like we're coming. It wouldn't yeah. be. It wouldn't be an episode if I didn't make a Britney reference. No. I was like, do I go with Metal Gear Solid or do I go Britney? And then I remembered our demographic. Yes, yes, that's probably mm. the proper demographic. I also just don't know anything about Metal Gear Solid, so I just know that there's a snake yeah. who's both liquid and solid. So yeah, he's ice. <laughs> yeah, he's something's going on there. I don't know what, but I think he's okay. And I know there's mm. a revolver ocelot, and he sounds like he's doing fine. So, um, yeah, this is we're we're fucking back. We didn't finish season four before the break, but we're gonna do it now. No. We're not doing it today. I but. will do it next week. I thought I was like, oh yeah, time to watch the episode today. Uh, we're on season five, right? And then I was like, wait, no. And then Carrie had a haircut. Sure. Okay. And I was like, yeah. I, huh? I was like, did this just happen before and I didn't remember? <laughs> or is this new? And then she e- even says in the episode, like, new hair, new me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this is new. This is new. <laughs> yeah, this is new. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, so yeah, we're on season four, episode 17, A Vogue Idea. I didn't realize that this was so soon in the series because I totally thought that her Vogue thing was like season five or six or something, but no, it's now, which makes sense because she talked about like getting paid to do Vogue in like two episodes ago when she was like, couldn't afford her house and Charlotte gave her a bunch of money. But I thought that that was just like her bluffing or something, (laughs) that she was lying. (laughs) she was just she was manifesting she was positive manifesting she was like oh yeah i work at vogue (laughs) not yeah but if i tell the universe that the universe will bring it to me that's true and she manifested it and it's happening and it's incredible um yeah god we didn't even introduce ourselves because oh fuck i'm i'm stephanie and i'm an urban shoe myth uh and i'm alex and i eat babies perfect i thank <laughs> that's you perfect yeah that's the theme of this episode um fashion and eating babies uh and daddy issues daddy issues which yeah. fucking hit me like a train this was a, this was a fun from from both perspectives both the perspective of being like if my dad was shitty am i just always gonna be fucked up but then also from the perspective of being the old guy being called daddy and being like hmm now what? i feel old and i hate this and i was like i hate this too so yeah <laughs> We'll get there, and we will get to a story. We will get to a story. Um, remind me when it becomes relevant. When I was uh, about to have sex with someone and realized he was exactly like my father, and then I still fucked him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll get there at the at the 
right moment. Uh, <laughs> um, so we start with Carrie. She's wearing a very cute outfit. It's like a little pinstripe suit dress thing. Yes. Um, and she has new hair. She, and she's going to Vogue. Yeah, she has like a, a bisexual haircut now. Mm. Uh-huh. And which is weird today. Mm-hmm. Today I've been like sort of saying like I need to. I'm I'm thinking about getting bangs. Ooh. I'm always I'm the biggest fan of bangs, as we know. I am thinking about getting like a shag haircut because I always thought if I had straight hair, I would have hair cut exactly like 1970s Jane Fonda. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, but I was like, oh, I can't do that because I have curly hair. But then I saw a picture of Zendaya. Yeah, with uh, same haircut, and I was like, nah, let's go full bisexual. Baby. You gotta fucking go for and- it. It's 2020. Yep. We're bringing the fucking. This is the future. We're mm-hmm. we're the trendsetters. We need everyone to know what's important to look yeah. like. <laughs> we're wearing curly bangs and Guy Ferrari style shirts that we stole from our fathers. We absolutely are. <laughs> yeah. God, I can't imagine my dad wearing a Guy Fieri shirt. <laughs> my dad has them, but I've never seen him wear one. Huh. But I have stolen them and worn them myself. That fucking rules. Anyway. Yeah. So Carrie's going to Vogue. She meets, um, I guess, like her editors, uh, Julian and Enid. Mm-hmm. And Enid is like, I fucking hate this. I read what you wrote. I hate it. It's trash. <laughs> it's like covered in red pen. This is like me marking a first year lab report and being like, <laughs> I don't understand what the fuck you're doing. Um, mm. But she's basically just like, this just has Carrie written all over it. Like you, like you're just talking about men. Basically, it's like you're, it's like just your column, but you replaced sex with style. Like that's not Vogue. Like I hate it, and it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> like Carrie's whole thing, like her. So this article she's written, she's compared like the latest accessories to men and said, you know, I don't. We don't even know what she's written, but presumably she's like, oh, this clutch bag is just like a man. <laughs> I mean, I do like like literally objectifying men like that, like making True. them into like brainless, just objects that have no sentience. Um, I do like that idea, um, but it seems like, but we all know her writing isn't good, so I feel like she's not doing it well, no. so. Yeah, Ina's like, this is trash, just fucking drags her through the mud and is like, I don't even know what you know about fashion, let alone men, so. Which, like, she's right about the men part. <laughs> she is but like to be fair are we all fucking clueless about men oh yeah i mean that's just kind of how it goes it's kind of just like roll the dice and who knows because it's better than trying to guess <laughs> what's going on in their head so literally like five seconds ago i was in the fucking the the seagulls guest group chat like sending screenshots of like text the guy sent me like uh it's okay <laughs> what does he mean by this <laughs> and the thing is you're valid. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but at this whole time, like Enid's going off on her and just like crushing her, and Julian, like the other editor guys, like behind her, being like, "Oh no, she doesn't mean that. We don't hate you. We don't hate it. You know, like we'll we'll clean some things up." And then Enid's like, "No, I hate it. Like I literally hate yeah. it. What are you saying?" <laughs> <laughs> And then then we cut to, like, Enid has left, apparently, and Carrie's in there with Julian. And, okay, right. If I was in a business meeting and this happened, I'm leaving. Same. So Mm -hmm. he puts on Billie Holiday 
and pours her a martini. And he's like spraying this thing into the fucking drink. I don't know what it is. I don't know what that was either. And like he pulled the martini out of like he has like one of those alcohol cupboards that just like it's like a secret alcohol hiding spot where he pulls it out like – I'm like, I feel like this is a little bit weird to me. Like, okay, this is not Mad Men. We're in, like, 2001. Like, this is weird, but okay. Um, I'm not drinking this drink. So my favorite thing about this scene is that he's basically just like, so he offers her the martini, and he's basically just like, uh, the last time I broke out this martini thing was when I heard that Fun Fur was making a comeback. Um, I just want to remind everyone that 9-11 happened two weeks ago in the show canon. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. Like, all right. Well yeah (laughs) what the fuck yeah uh i mean i don't know i mean maybe this was written before then and but but still like probably (laughs) i love i love how you say in canon like (laughs) i mean yeah i feel like i just use that phrase too much i definitely use it to refer to like real life way too often but it's fine In the life canon, uh, 9-11 happened two weeks ago. Or we could use the other City Girls Make Do truther lore of 9-11 didn't happen in the canon of Sex and the City because it's never once mentioned. They just don't show the two towers anymore. So Yeah. Yeah, they just... The two towers just disappeared. Uh, a magician got rid of them. We'll say that. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. This show is horrible. I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, he's... He, like, pulls out these drinks. And you know when, like, you go on, like, a first date? Say you're me, as I often do. And you go on a first date and you meet, you know, you've been speaking to them online for a few weeks. And, like, you know, they're like, oh, I'll go get the drinks. And you're like, cool. And then they go and get the drinks. And you have a second of, like, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have let him do that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's easy I'm to just like- do that. and But it's weird that, like... A bunch of people just, I mean, people who I guess are largely, <sighs> most people who aren't women are probably not even going to think about that. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, without getting too dark, um, if someone puts on fucking jazz and they pour me a martini and we're in an office, I'm like, okay, this is not professional anymore. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. this is not a professional circumstance you don't like it's not mad men why are you pouring me a drink yeah why are you spraying some sort of weird liquid into it i am not gonna drink this i'm gonna pretend to drink it and then spit it back out. Like, maybe it's, maybe if you have been working with someone for a long time and you know them very yeah. well and you're having yeah, a drink. This is literally the f- the first time she's ever been there as far as we know. I mean, like, she was there to get hired, I guess. But this is the first time she's ever been in with her article seeing, like, the editors to, like, try to get it printed. Yeah, and he's very creepy, but she's like, oh, I don't think I'm a fit here. And he says, you know, that his daughter read her column and showed him and said that she'd be perfect for Vogue. And he, like, kind of, you know, is cheering her up. And then we cut to her one and a half drinks later. <laughs> and she is drunk. She is far too drunk, though. Yeah. She says, like, oh, I didn't have breakfast and I'm a size two. So I'd be perfect for Vogue. <laughs> Eating disorder jokes. Ugh, you really hate to hear it. And 
Yeah. Yeah, and she just spills her drink, like, all over the carpet. Truly just a fucking mess. And he's all like, oh, I'll escort you out. Like, he holds her to make sure that she doesn't fall over in front of everybody. But she does fall into, like, a rack of dresses, and it's very embarrassing. Yeah, and she, like, bumps into a woman and, like, well, I mean, he's, yeah, he's looking after her. He's like, oh, you know, pretend I'm saying something really important and, like, you know, about corsets. And she's like, uh-oh. And she is fucking falling over herself. Yeah. It's I just can't even imagine that this is, like, one of your first days on the job and you're just leaving it just absolutely fucking plastered. Like, I just cannot yeah. imagine how embarrassing that would be. I would never show my face there again. Like, no. But she does. Mm-hmm. And it's not even the thing that, like, makes her want to quit. It's, like, you need being mean to her, which is very, you know. I understand. If someone's mean to me, I will cry. Um, My friends were shouting at me and saying nice things, and I still cried. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I cry so easily. It's, like, like the yeah. second someone, like, even mildly raises their voice at me, I'm, like, in tears. And I feel bad yeah. because I'm, like, oh, my God, is my body, like, trying to manipulate them into thinking I'm a little baby? <laughs> and then I'm, like, no, I literally just cannot physically stop myself from having this reaction. Like, I'm just a fucking mess. <laughs> I can't ha- I was like at a party with my friends and I was like okay guys I have to leave and they were like don't go you're so beautiful we love you so much and I was like please don't yell at me I can't handle it I know you're saying really nice things and but that's not why I'm crying I'm crying because you're yelling at me please stop <laughs> yeah no I fully get that <laughs> yeah um but yeah she leaves and then we go to Samantha and Richard and they're at dinner and she's like oh what do you want for your birthday she says it in that voice she really does Um, well she i mean kim (laughs) control delivers every single line in the same voice which is like the the sexiest voice you could deliver any line in and he's just like i don't need anything for my birthday i've got it all i'm rich as fuck and i'm fucking you so what else could i fucking need that's the thing james remar also does that it's rather actually kind of iconic Uh but I've been told I've been told by people before that I also have Kim Cattrall voice where every line I say is sort of like vaguely sexual and it's not it's just because I have a nice voice fuck you yeah yeah but Kim Kim Cattrall um, says it. it she really does deliver like she couldn't see a single oh, she thing is acting with a capital oh, A she is. and I adore it yeah no it's amazing and and she's perfect for the role like if you yeah. couldn't have anything else for fucking she Samantha she is no one else could be Samantha no I will say that I don't I feel like with all the cast but particularly her, I don't feel like anyone else could be Samantha. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's Kim Cattrall and that's fucking it. She's iconic. Uh-huh. She's amazing. Anyway, um, so she's like, what do you want for your birthday? And he says, oh, I just want, I just want to fuck you. And she's like, cool. And then this waitress comes over who's all young and pretty. And she's like, she's going, like, she's doing the fucking full bisexual fucking rumba right now. <laughs> she's, she- I have never seen a waitress just this i i don't even know how to describe it like flirtatious she's so horny yeah she's so horny she's like oh richard um can i get you anything and he's like no we're good she's like i take the liberty of ordering the souffle because i know you want something sweet and he's like thanks and she's like you're the most attractive couple here (laughs) 
imagine someone saying that to you? Like you're you're out with a date and someone's like, you're the sexiest couple in this whole restaurant. Of course I'm going to notice you and pay attention to you. And then just leaves. Like I'd be like, well, yeah, true. But also like, <laughs> shit, that's, that's pretty forward, but okay. And she's just like, yeah, no, she just has a full confidence, walks away. And then Richard's just like, I know what I want for my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like, uh, uh, by the you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, I will say valid. Yeah, he's just like, I want. He literally says, I want an all night fuck fest with you and Alexa, because <laughs> Alexa's yeah. the waitress name. Uh, so um, sorry if anyone's fucking Amazon Alexa's one. That would have but... been such an interesting episode. Could you imagine <laughs> Sex in the City 2020 having a threesome with your boyfriend and Alexa? Alexa, suck my boyfriend's dick. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or just any kind of romantic partner at the moment. Um, but like, if I was seeing someone and the like a server came over and was like you're the most attractive couple here i'd be like so we're gonna fuck them right like not to do not to be a cliche but like uh, they want to fuck us and we're gonna fuck them because they're hot Mm -hmm. and they just said we're attractive we're gonna fuck them right (laughs) that's just that's it like it seems like that's just the only scenario so yeah i'm like okay i've seen i've seen this play out in my mind in my third eye i've seen this play out we're gonna fuck them. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Um, <laughs> and yeah, then we got to brunch, and Samantha's like, oh, Richard wants a threesome, and like, oh, you know, we're not monogamous. Well, she kind of explains that, like, that you know, they're not monogamous still, but it's what he wants. And, like, yeah, she also mentions that Alexa is like twenty-one. Uh, she's which is very fucking young. Yeah, I say this to someone who is twenty-three. Um. But like I, I I I don't know. She's still she's an adult. But like yeah, it's obviously she's a lot younger than that. Yeah, because James Rear he must be like fifty here or something. And you know Samantha's supposed to be like in her early forties ish. Yeah, and I don't know. Like her whole that's part of it that she's kind of not into it. And then she's also kind of like, look, like we're not monogamous, but like so either he's gonna cheat without me or he could cheat with me. So like at least this way Which, I'm part of the fantasy, I guess. Yeah, and I I don't know. I mean, it's not really cheating. Like they obviously they agreed to be non-monogamous yes so i guess that's definitely a part of it yeah it's not really cheating but like it's gonna hurt her if he does it when she's not there yes whereas if she can be there she's sort of still in control of the situation yeah i feel like i really vibed with samantha in this episode as someone i feel like i've been in a similar situation before like like a decade ago where like the person yeah. I was seeing was like look I don't really want to be monogamous and I was like well I kind of do but then it's kind of like well if I guess if I want to be with you I kind of just have to deal with whatever you want to do and then mm. being like well it's either gonna be like I don't know about it and it hurts me or I like it's like literally the same situation except for without the age difference and it's like it fucking sucks to kind of feel like that's your only option and like you suck if you don't go along with it but I yeah I know what you're talking about I feel like this is a benefit of like the dating scene having because I feel like the dating scene kind of changes so fucking quickly yeah that like for me that hasn't been an issue because people are more open about if they're interested in monogamy or not 
right? That's true. Yeah, it really so, depends. And like, I guess these days there's so many uh, there's so many ways to not be monogamous or like explore other options if that's what you're interested in. Then yeah. not that that like wasn't possible then. It just wasn't as openly done no no it was definitely like secretive and there weren't really names to put it to and be like oh well i'm polyamorous so i don't want to you know not interested in monogamy full stop and then i can go cool i am that doesn't interest me nice to meet you you're very cute but Adios. Yeah, and I do also feel like there's a difference between polyamory and being like, I want to have a threesome. It's my fantasy oh, to yeah. have a threesome. A threesome, a threesome, especially like I think with two girls is like extremely fucking just like cishet dude fucking. It always is. Ugh. Like it's just like the number one cishet man fantasy. And like I just yeah. gotta say, it fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> like it's a sucks. I'm sorry, but like. I mean, maybe if you have, like, an ideal situation, but, like, I don't know. It's just not worth it. Like, just go home and jack off. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of it. It's like, no, I'm just, like, so fucking sexy that, like, two girls would be, like, so into me. And it's like, nah, dude. Yeah. You brought another woman into this relationship. I'm probably going to be more attracted to her. Yeah, and it's like, you better be doing twice as much work if that's what you want. Yeah. You don't realize that's the thing. It's like, obviously, you know, we have, like, friends who are in poly relationships and stuff. And obviously, a threesome's not the same, but, like, when you bring in another person, you just have to do twice as much work. You think, oh, I'm in the fucking, oh, I'm into a winner here. I got two people who like me. Now, babe. You have to do twice as much work. You have to do twice as much emotional labor. Have fun. <laughs> it's true. Like, I mean, relationships are obviously rewarding. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in them. Like, obviously, yeah. you're not going to – like, you're putting in the work because you're enjoying it. But in this terms of, like, having a threesome or something, it's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like – you really you make two girls come and you can't you could maybe make one woman right? come like what 50 percent of the time good luck yeah it's like come on bud no it's just no but <laughs> yeah so i fully understand where samantha's coming from here and charlotte is very much just like she could be his daughter and samantha's like yeah i know and the like she also talks about how men only get more attractive as they get older and i'm like regrettably true yeah uh, <laughs> I wish. Like, well, I mean, I guess I mean there's a there's a peak, but I mean there there very much is a thing where it's like, yeah, yeah, I get what she means there. Um, but there's a but everyone has a different peak. Like some people peak when they're like 32, and some people peak when they're like 45. Mm-hmm. But some people truly do peak when they're 23. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> like some people, I've dated I've dated people who look fucking 30 when they're 24 three and i'm like okay (laughs) i feel like james remar probably peaked probably around when the show was airing so yes yeah he's pretty he's so he's all right right. Mm -hmm. yeah can't complain just kind of like even if if your character kind of sucks i'm just happy to see you so it's fine Uh, (laughs) i would yeah (laughs) and then you know uh, what do you know what this waitress i respect her because if i was in that situation I'd shoot my shot too. Mm, that's a good point. That's a really good point. You see Kim Cattrall and James Rumar having cocktails and you're like, sup? So. What's good? Yeah. 
<laughs> Literally. Exactly. I would I I respect her. I don't respect him, but I respect I respect this waitress and I respect I will always respect Kim Cattrall. Yes. That's true. Anyway. Much respect. Um so Carrie so Carrie's like Oh, I'm so stressed out about Vogue. And Charlotte just ignores her. And <laughs> it really is just like the moment that gave me the most satisfaction overall. Yeah. I love it. It was really good because it wasn't even really like a, a really like acknowledged moment. Like she just starts talking and then Charlotte's like, anyway, back to what we were talking about uh, with Samantha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she's just like, again later. It's great. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I love Charlotte was really good this episode. Um, yeah. And then Miranda comes in because uh, she was late for brunch because she was basically – she was trying to get a crib, I guess. And she's, like, super overwhelmed because she's still working full time, like, 50 hours a week. And she doesn't have time to do baby planning stuff. And and she's, like, fully pregnant. She's probably about, like, eight months pregnant at this point. She's busting. I feel like she just got pregnant. And she's, like, <laughs> already just – like there because she must give birth in the season finale like right she's gotta yeah she gives birth next week okay Bustin makes her feel good yeah well does it um, I don't know if Bustin makes mm. anyone feel good in this situation if it's you know <laughs> busting a baby out of your pussy but afterwards afterwards you feel alright but like I don't even know during well because you have a baby like eh, if I like when I had my tummy surgery, obviously I wasn't pregnant. But like, if someone just handed me a fucking baby afterwards, I would have been like, "Dope, cool." <laughs> well, I mean, you emotionally feel good, but I imagine your pussy is sore for like a month afterwards. Your pussy's wrecked. You have to sit on puppy pads for the next month. Have fun. Yeah, no, that's oh, oh, this is brutal. I don't, I don't think I can imagine this. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's just like she's super busy right now, and she's very close to being giving birth. And Charlotte's just like, "Well, let me help you out because you know I'm not doing anything right now. I have like a million hours of free time a week, and uh, I could throw you a baby shower, and you could get a bunch of gifts out of it because then you don't have to go out and buy everything for yourself." And Miranda's like, "Look." I don't want a super corny baby shower. I don't want storks. I don't want, like, all this stupid baby stuff. I don't want games. I don't want to open the presents there. And I don't even want to invite anyone other than you three. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I want fried chicken. I don't want to open presents. And I just want you guys there. And... You know, uh, Samantha's like, why didn't you invite all the bitches that invited you to their baby showers? That is such a good idea. Tea. Um... So <laughs> she basically agrees. And uh, well, because this is the thing, right? This is what pissed me off. So so Miranda is like, I am going to be a single mother in, you know, fucking what, a month? Very soon, very shortly. I'm going to have a baby that I'm going to have to raise by myself. Like, obviously, Steve is there, but I'm primarily raising this child by myself. And it's stressing me out. And I have so much stuff to do. And I'm, you know, freaking out about the whole situation. And Carrie's like, I have to write an article for Vogue. Literally, it's so annoying. I can, I'm, I was gonna scream. Like, you, I, no. Shut the fuck up, Carrie. Write it. I would, I'm, I'm not a violent person. I would punch her in the face. Like, it is literally her job to just write, like, not even a thousand words for an article. Like, it is her job no. to write, like, the kind of homework that you are assigned, like, less than a week in advance in fucking any school you go to. But she's getting paid like, for it. I get stressed out. Obviously, every single person on Earth gets stressed out about work or school or whatever. I'll be like, oh, I have a monologue to learn. It's stressing me out. 
and you know my friends would be like that sucks but if i if one of my friends was about to give birth to a fucking human life and i was like "Mm, i haven't let my shakespearean monologue (laughs) and they punched me in the face and broke my nose i'd say do you know what that's fair yeah right like it's like like you and i are not the same (laughs) no i did sign up for this yeah and it's less stressful than like having a baby perhaps Mm -hmm. yeah no it's it really truly the fuck is not um but yeah then we cut to um charlotte and she's just like a really quick scene of her she hired people to paint over the nursery because she basically is like okay well i guess if i'm gonna host this baby shower i don't want people to see that i'm a like fail mom and didn't have a baby uh and so she's painting that over, and then we go to Carrie, and she's out with the male boss guy again. This whole – okay, so this whole plot, the whole time I was like, you know, if this doesn't end up being creepy – because I didn't remember the plot, but I was like, if this doesn't end up being creepy, it's yeah. kind of nice to have just, like, a relationship with some someone who's, like, a father figure type thing that just doesn't go a weird, gross direction. Just – it would be kind of mm. nice. Um – but I thought yeah. that, and then I remembered the show we were watching, and I yeah. was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And the whole time, it's just like the more this episode went on, the more I was like, "Please don't do that," because like, okay, so the first scene is like <laughs> they get drunk together. It's like whatever. This is gross, but I mean, I can get past it, I guess. This scene, so they're out for dinner, and so she invited him out for dinner, basically to tell him that she's not finishing the article, and he's just like, "No, you can't quit. Like, I don't let any." my kids quit uh and that's the thing okay so like he keeps talking about his what he was talking about his wife and like they've been together for 24 years and you know oh he loves her so much first time he saw her he like fell in love blah 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 blah. and he keeps calling her cookie and he's like oh you know you're my kid like uh you know he's being like proper fucking father figure oh like fully leaning into the father figure thing it's to the point where i was like if he does some kind of sexual advance at this point like after the first scene i was like okay if he does something then i'm not surprised after this scene it was like okay he's fully saying comparing him to a child of his and calling her cookie regularly like it is fucking weird and he's just like he's like well it's so weird yeah they've had like two meetings and he's like giving her a pet name like fucking it's weird and he's like well what would your dad say if you he knew you were quitting and she's just like well my dad wouldn't have much to say about it because he left me and my mom when i was five and <laughs> yeah it's so first of all it's awkward when someone brings up your um dad yeah like, i was talking to this guy and like i posted a picture of my dad on my instagram and he was like oh your dad seems really cool and i was like it's a complicated relationship please stop talking about my father <laughs> like it's weird yeah. like i was making a joke because i was bored Please stop talking about my dad. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, it's weird for someone who barely knows you to just ask you about your family relationships when it's like, I don't know, I feel like if you asked most people their relationship with their dad is complicated like it just seems like a weird question but yeah and then they kind of move past that and he's just like okay well what if you spend all your time interacting with me instead and we can work something out like i no, before that yeah before that he says oh why did your dad leave and carrie's like i don't know and he's like oh 
You spend all your time asking questions about men when your dad left and you don't know why. I was like, fucking, okay, Freud. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, that was fucking low. Like, I just, I cannot imagine thinking that's some kind of appropriate thing to say to somebody. Like... (laughs) If you're someone's therapist, maybe, but... Yeah, yeah, if you're a therapist, fine. If you're a therapist, I'll go like, okay, okay, Deirdre, or whatever the fuck your name is, fair enough. If you're just a guy, yeah, I'm throwing my drink in your face and I'm leaving. Yeah, no, fully. It's it's such a weird fucking thing to say to somebody. And Carrie just kind of like laughs it off, like she doesn't even seem like offended or anything by it, and I'm like... What the fuck is wrong with you? This is weird. <laughs> Leave. It's so weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> and yeah, before that, he's like, okay, well, what if you, you know, I know you're having trouble with Enid. What if you just work with me entirely? And she's like, okay. And that's kind of where it ends. And then we go to the question, which is daddy issues? Question mark. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's thinking about dads. Um, she's basically like, well, if you had a less than perfect. A role model growing up, does that affect your whole life with men? So her question is, how much does a father figure figure? Hey! Mm-hmm. Funny words. Mm. Words are like that. Mm. Um. <laughs> this is the first time we have ever <laughs> heard about her dad in, our, in the entire four... We're, we're almost season, I think season it's four. The first time, yeah. I think it's the first time we've ever heard about her family, like, full Like, stop. legitimately, I would just assume... Like, if they were, like... Carrie was immaculately immaculately conceived by the city of New York, I would be like, that's canon. <laughs> that's normal. It makes sense. She was born under a fur coat. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, that's... I would be like, yeah. Yeah, it would make sense. It. Literally didn't even think she had a family, but okay. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see, like, a picture of her as a kid or whatever, and she's like, mm, dads. Um, <laughs> and that, honestly, the question is not really posited that much, which I'm glad about, because I'm not in the mental headspace to really deal with my father issues right now. Yeah, I am happy that she didn't really de- delve into it, because, like, it doesn't even, like, it really doesn't make any sense with the plot of this episode, I don't know. It just, it's just, no, I don't know. No. And this is not the kind of show to tackle a question like that. <laughs> no, it's a big question. Mm-hmm. Let's not get into it. <laughs> yes. Um. So we go to Miranda and she's on the phone with Charlotte. Well, she's on the phone with someone else at work. And then she gets a call from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So she puts her other call on hold. And Charlotte is just going on and on and on about baby shower stuff. And like, she's like, I know you said no storks, but there's this beautiful stork centerpiece with storks on it. And Miranda's just like, I am at work, and I need to be working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's like, I said no stalks. Like, I don't want a big baby shower. Just fucking sort it. Like, this is why you're in charge of it. Yes. Yeah, and Charlotte's like, well, they, everything needs to be ordered by noon, and blah, 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 And she just keeps talking. And Miranda just, like, hangs up on her. Yeah. Yeah, which is valid, because it's like, she's literally at work. Like, Charlotte, just, just do what Miranda said. It's very much not complicated. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's really not. It's quite simple, actually. Yeah. Um. And that's that's the end of that scene. It's very succinct. Yes. Um, uh, and then we go to Sam and she goes to the waitress and she's like, I'm having a party for Richard. Just three of us. She's like, it's a very um, small and private party. Uh, and I was wondering if you had any openings. And Alexa's just like, Alexa's wearing a, like, a blazer with absolutely nothing underneath it. And she's just like, I'm wide open. <laughs> She's like, absolutely. 
Yes. Yeah, she's just fucking just so fucking pumped to to fuck Richard and Samantha. She loves yeah. it. And I mean, I get it. And like, it makes sense. <laughs> it does. Um, then we get Charlotte shows up at Randa's house and she's wearing this gorgeous corset and I want it so fucking It was bad. very nice. Yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, so here's where I'm thinking the crib will go. You can have a bassinet next to the bed unless you want to have the baby sleep with you, which I slept in my parents' bed and I turned out fine. <laughs> I love that she's like, well, you know, there is the r- the risk of rolling over and smushing them in your sleep, but that's, that almost never happens. It's fine. Uh, whatever. It, yeah. It, it doesn't, I don't think it, like, I did sleep in the same bed as my parents for when I was like a baby baby. And they didn't smush me, obviously, because I'm still alive. And I don't have any, like, damage. Um, well, mentally, but <laughs> not physically. Um, and I don't know. I don't think it does happen. Because you kind of, like, you remember there's a fucking baby in the bed with you. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping. It's like, I feel like any risk is the same kind of thing, risk that you have with a baby in a crib, like, whatever the infant death syndrome thing is. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but... Cheerful episode. Miranda is just like, I don't fucking know anything about anything you're saying. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about if the baby's going to sleep with me. I haven't thought about this. And Charlotte's just like, well, have you thought about what kind of mother you want to be? And Miranda's like, a good one? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, um, excuse me? Yeah. And Charlotte's just fully like, she just goes on and on about all these mothering things. You need a baby proof. Like, you need to be prepared. Otherwise, you're going to kill your child. <laughs> Miranda's just she like, is yeah. pretty much like, you're going to kill your baby. And Miranda is kind of rightfully a bit disturbed. Yeah, she's kind of just like, Charlotte, you're going overboard. Like, this is too much for me. And, like, they're both right in the sense where Charlotte's like, you need to let other people in and let people help you. And, like, yeah. maybe be a little bit less, like, strict about the things that you want us to do for you but like at the same time charlotte is being extremely stressful to like miranda clearly does not need to hear like oh if you're not ready you're gonna kill your baby because like what the fuck (laughs) that's a lot yeah she kind of and also she kind of opens the door and is like um so you're gonna kill your baby here's how which is a lot for someone to take in it's like most people don't end up killing their babies is the thing even if they're incredibly unprepared and unqualified like most babies make it like and they are fine uh but yeah basically miranda's like look charlotte literally all i want you to do is just plant like all i want is to eat my fried chicken at this baby shower and just figure it out as i go and charlotte's like well here's the thing i there's maybe not gonna be fried chicken anymore because you're the only one who wanted it and (laughs) they have like a blow up because miranda's like i don't get my fried chicken and i saw that there was a stork on the invitation and I love that Charlotte's like, it is a duck with a cigar. <laughs> Which I'm very interested. I would like to see I would love to see this. Well. I love it. I love the idea of a duck yeah. with a cigar. <laughs> I guess like, what was his name? What was that fucking duck? Donald? Harold? Who? Donald? No. The duck. <laughs> the duck. The duck that was like, it was like a Disney. It was like it was a Marvel thing. There was a Marvel was duck. duck. Like a superhero? Howard. Howard the Duck. It smoked. Okay. And there were like, and it drank, and it was like an anthropomorphic duck, and 
the movie was made by George Lucas and it had titties. It had duck titties in it. I'm intrigued. Okay. I'm so mad this movie does not have Keanu Reeves in it because I would love to talk about it. Oh, God, true. That would have been amazing. Like, here's our duck titty episode <laughs> review. So enjoy it, patrons. Um, yeah, no, I fully have never heard of this duck before and I'm really intrigued. So maybe I'll look that up later, I guess. <laughs> he was like, if he was like, if Deadpool was a duck, like that was his whole shtick. Jesus Christ. That is so much yeah. to deal with. That is so much to take in. I don't think I could imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> It's great. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> so Charlotte storms out. <laughs> yeah, she storms out. Um, and then we go to Miranda. She goes to Carrie's. They're sitting on the stoop. Uh, apparently, Miranda just, like, couldn't get up the stairs <laughs> to Carrie's apartment. Oh, was that what happened? I thought they were just sitting outside because it was nice out. <laughs> no, she was like, thanks. Well, because Miranda says, thanks for coming outside. And Carrie's like, yeah, you couldn't get up the stairs. <laughs> So they're just on the stoop. <laughs> Completely missed that. Um, um, and she's so, you know, Miranda's like, oh, am I going to be a bad parent? Like, I'm stressed out. Uh, apparently, she babysat her niece once and dropped her on her head, which my mom dropped her niece on her head. I mean, also, she was like 13 when it happened. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I think my mom was like my age, though, which is worrying. Mm-hmm. It did hit my head a lot as a child, but I was never dropped. Yeah. It's of my own volition that I ran into walls and shit. <laughs> I mean, we are all as ch- as children. <laughs> I was there was one story where I was like chasing a dog and like ran into a wall and I was like, wow, your personality really is just the same. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um and you know, Carrie's like, yeah, you're it's not a big deal, like you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, she thinks it's not a big deal, and she also is like, you know, you also have Steve, because Miranda's like, it's just me, by myself, there's no dad, there's no father figure, and Carrie's like, Steve, <laughs> Steve is there. Like, he- she's like, <laughs> did you immaculately conceive this child, or did you, like, talk about this with Steve, and you both agreed to, like, co-parent the kid? Like, yeah, what are you talking about? It could about? be that Miranda has no object permanence at all, like, Steve's Possibly. not there, so it's just Steve doesn't exist. But I wish that was the case. It would be very nice if Steve just stopped existing in canon and just was gone yeah. forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Carrie's like, do you think that, you know, since my dad was shitty, that I'll always be messed up with men? And Miranda is just kind of like, my dad was always home at seven and I'm fucked up too. So, you know, we live yeah. in a society. I felt very validated by Miranda saying that. Mm, it was good to me. I liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's, you know, and Carrie's like, well, this baby does have a father figure. You. <laughs> God, she really <laughs> did pull that out, right? Like, <laughs> God. Oh, uh, like, I do love to hear mm-hmm. it. God. Carrie gets, like, a couple funny lines an episode, and the rest of the things she says are just, like, dog shit. Uh, well, like, it's cute when people, like, get, like, if they have a single mom, they, like, get something for them for Father's Day and stuff. I'm like, that's, that's cute. That's cute, but, yeah. Like, Carrie saying it is just so fucking corny for some reason. It's, and this is Carrie. It's really corny and I love the Steve erasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not a father. He didn't pregnant you and he will be looking after this child, but he's not a father figure. Like Steve, he's just... He's like her adopted child, there. basically. Yeah, he's like a big brother. Mm, pretty much. Um, 
fucked up. So Miranda goes to Charlotte's for the uh, baby shower. And so mm-hmm. she's very surprised to see that Charlotte actually made a really beautiful table with fried chicken on it. Yeah. Charlotte did what she wanted to, and there were no storks. There was nothing cutesy. There, the sandwiches had their crusts. Uh and then the other girls show up, and uh, we kind of, like, cut to them all opening gifts. So I guess they did still open gifts at the party. So Miranda didn't get everything she wanted. Uh, but to be fair, I do like opening gifts and being like, oh, my God, it's my day. Yeah, no. you get to be the center of attention, and you get to see stuff. So, like, it's nice. And, like, I have friends who, like, when it's – like, say it's – the, say we're going for drinks like the weekend before their birthday mm-hmm. they'll be like i don't want to open my present i want to save it till my birthday and i'm like i fucking spent how many hours picking this shit out you're gonna open it in front of me <laughs> truly like just open it now open it now open it now yeah and yeah. like also what the fuck else are you supposed to do at a baby shower like i know that there's games at some of them but miranda didn't want games and most of the games at baby yeah. showers are fucking stupid um yeah so she didn't want games so what else are they gonna do just sit there and fucking talk and drop their gift off on a table like just open them so they open the gifts open the fucking gift yeah. i get so mad at my friends who are like i don't want to open it i want to save it for my birthday i want to save it for christmas no i want to see your fucking I, face when you open it i want to see your fucking face motherfucker why would i buy you a present if not to see your fucking face when you open it and you go oh my god it's so thoughtful and i'm like yeah because i spent ages thinking about yeah, it you fucking coward like yeah god especially like I feel like I'm really good at giving gifts, too. So it's like, I'm not just Same. giving you some piece of trash. I'm giving you something, like, genuinely thoughtful. So you better fucking appreciate it. I love you, fucking I... coward friend. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, detailed this in the fucking... Oh, my God. We're running so long, but I don't care. We need to. I thought about... When I, like, we had Secret Santa in my school, in my class... And, like, the first time around, I got someone who I really wanted. And then second time around, I got someone who I know nothing about. And I was fuming. But I was still, like, I want to see your face, motherfucker, when you open this. Because <laughs> you're possible to buy things for. You better appreciate it, bitch. And he did. Yeah. So it's well, that's good. I feel like every single time I do Secret Santa, I end up with the, like, one or two person. Like, one of the couple people that I know the least well. Which is, like, kind of yeah. a good exercise in getting to know people better, I guess. Um, but many times I've ended up with people that I'm like, I only kind of know you. And I have to actually dig to do research instead of just being able to know automatically what I want to buy you. So. so she gets a breast pump and she doesn't know what it is. And it's funny because Miranda doesn't know baby. And then she opens this one gift and <laughs> she also gets past a baby and because the woman has to go to the bathroom and Miranda just takes it and places it on the couch like lying down and the kid is just squirming <laughs> and Carrie's like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> First of all, can we talk about you saying it to a child? Well, I mean, <laughs> it, I don't know. <laughs> She places, she gives the baby to her, and Miranda places <laughs> them on the couch. And Carrie, like, looks at her like, Jesus fucking Christ. And this is Carrie. Like, this isn't even like Charlotte. Yeah. This is Carrie. Like, Carrie's not a baby person. She's just like, what the fuck? I'm going to pick up this baby. She's like, you nearly fucking killed this baby. She's like, fuck, okay. Like, you know when you give your friend, like, a pep talk, and you're like, you can do this, and then you realize they can't do that, and you're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, fuck, I lied to them. (laughs) Oh, shit. You know? Yeah. Um, But also, there's a human life involved now. Fuck. Um, So, 
<laughs> she like opens a present and <laughs> this baby's so cute though he's wearing like little dungarees it's I very cute, like him. yeah um so yeah miranda opens a present and it's a rattle and it's apparently the same rattle that like trey gave to charlotte when they were thinking about having the baby i do remember this because i remember seeing it and being like that seems like a safety hazard for a baby it looks really hard <laughs> It's one of those like silver like Tiffany ones, which like um I rem- I don't remember being a baby. I remember my mother telling me the amount of times I would fucking hit myself with something because yeah. I was a baby and had no control over my body. Mm-hmm. Also, I just really hate when rich people buy baby things that look like they're for rich people. It's like your baby yeah. doesn't fucking care if it's like fancy, expensive shit. Like just buy them a normal plastic rattle, you fucking weirdo. I remember my mom bought me like when I was a baby. She bought me like this really expensive like. Teddy bear that were like made in fucking Germany or some shit. Um, and then when I was about five, I drew all over it with uh, <laughs> nail varnish. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, she was few. You know, she was mad at the time, but didn't really have a go at me because she was like, "Well, you are a child." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What did you expect? Like, stop buying expensive gifts for your children." Yeah. They do not care. They have no idea what money is they don't care no just buy things that are fun or cute or soft yeah and it was a shit that's the thing it was a shit teddy bear because it was all fucking hard oh that's the fucking worst i hate that yeah Hmm. awful Mm -hmm. i think i still have one though (laughs) just in a bag (laughs) anyway so charlotte sees it and runs off and she starts crying and she goes to her room um and miranda follows her and comforts her and is like you know thank you for putting on my shower you haven't ruined anything you're a good friend and it's really cute mm-hmm. it's a really nice moment and she's like you have been really helpful and i need people like you and charlotte's like you would have figured this all out yourself you don't need us to you know tell you how to be yeah. a mom and then Char- samantha's like hey can we get this party <laughs> over with because i have to go fucking have a three-way <laughs> yeah and Carrie comes in she's like holding the baby like it's fucking a bomb and she's like this thing just pissed itself <laughs> and she's also wearing this really cute rainbow skirt <gasps> which so I was cute. like okay she looks so cute with this haircut too I want this outfit yeah like it's like a little blue crop top and like a rainbow skirt I want yeah it. it's very cute I loved it um yeah. god the cats anyway. are being ridiculous the cats are freaking speaking of babies fucking hell yeah it's hard being a mother it, it really is <laughs> They've been so ridiculous, but yeah. <laughs> They're being ridiculous. We do be going to the three. It's three sometime, baby. Uh, Samantha yeah. like, wants to set ground rules, which is like a good idea going into a threesome, you know, like make sure yeah. everything is, you know, no, no lines get crossed. And she's like, it's just about sex. No kissing him on the lips. And Alexis is like, well, what if he kisses me? And then she, we never get to find out what happens because Richard is just like, who's up for champagne? Hmm. <laughs> Um, Alexa's up so for yeah, anything. They get started. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, Alexa is going down on Richard, and uh, Samantha's kissing him. It's going well. And then she, like, goes up to kiss Richard. Well, Alexa goes up to kiss Richard, and Samantha pushes her off the bed. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> and then yeah. she comes up. And, well, Richard's just like, oh, there's more than enough of me to go around. And Alexa's like, you tell her, daddy. <laughs> it's like, <gasps> she sounds like a fucking, like a flapper. It is a lot to hear. And it's a lot. he doesn't like to hear it because it makes him feel old because he's old. <laughs> he doesn't want to be I called mean, daddy. 
it's valid to not want to be called daddy, but like you are old enough to be her daddy. You, yeah, you, like you cannot tell me that you're suspending your disbelief into thinking that she is not the age of someone who could be your daughter. Like you cannot tell me yeah. that you're not thinking this. Like mm-hmm. it's horrifying. But anyway, uh, we eventually just cut to Samantha and Richard. Well, he says. Well, Actually, he's like, get rid of her. Yes. And then Samantha pushes her out of the bed again. <laughs> yes, that does happen. So then it's just them by themselves. And we see, like, Alexa – or no, not Alexa. We see Samantha and Richard cuddling. And we get, like, the Carrie voiceover saying, like, Samantha got what she wanted, which was monogamy, by giving Richard what he thought he wanted. And so I guess this is our mm-hmm. cue to think, like, now they're just monogamous because yeah. because of this. So I guess mm-hmm. that – Well, he's yeah. – he sort of says, like, let's try it, like, just you and me. And she's like, okay. Yeah. So, all right, I guess. <laughs> uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, no comment. But oh, well. Uh, then we we kind of finish off the episode with all a bunch of Carrie stuff. So Carrie's at Vogue with, with Julian again. And it's nighttime. She's finishing her paper. And she is, like, ready to hit print. And she's like, fuck yes, we're finally done. Julian's like, how do you like to celebrate? Um, and obviously she's Carrie, so she's like, by buying shoes and purses. Uh, uh, which, like, okay. Yeah. Um, then he's like, well, have you heard of the Vogue accessories closet? Which she is very excited to hear about. I I would also be very excited to hear about this. I would yeah. be over the fucking moon. I would love to just go and try shit on. I'd be like, this fucking rules. Mm. Um, so he takes her and she's basically in heaven. She's yelling about the shoes and he's like, please be quiet. We're not supposed to be in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and she like finds these Manolo Blonick Mary Janes, which I'm like, does Manolo Blonick not make Mary Janes? They're, those are pretty like normal shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's like, make. I thought these were an urban shoe bath. I'm crying. I'm so excited. And uh, then she, he's like around the corner and he calls her over and he's like, hey, Carrie. And then she comes around and his pants are fully down. Um, yeah. 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 He's like, oh, Carrie, why don't you come check out these Versace? Which shout out to him for pronouncing Versace correctly. <laughs> um, but I was, I was a bit like, well, this is uh, predatory behavior, but he does say Versace correctly. So well done. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, so he's like in his underwear and Carrie's like, oh my God, ew. And he's like, oh, come on, Carrie. And she says, you're old enough to be my father. Also, you're married. And he's like, oh, my wife cheated on me. And you have father issues. And being with an older man can help you. And she's like, she pretty much says, that's disgusting. You're fucking gross. She just roasts him. She doesn't even, like, excuse herself. Yeah, like, she doesn't. And, like, he fucking deserves it. Yeah, she's like, put your clothes back on. Yeah, and the whole We're time, leaving. there's, like, this funny horn music playing the whole time. Like, it's so much. And, yeah, so then we find out that after this, she exclusively wants to work with Enid. Um, So we get this Mm -hmm. scene where she's, like, been there, been at Vogue for a month now, and she's working with Enid. And she's, Enid's just like, you probably don't know much about shoes. And Carrie's like, oh, (laughs) oh, Enid. Yeah. Let me tell you about shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anything about men, but I know about shoes. Don't you get it twisted? And Enid laughed. Enid does laugh. Enid clapped, and uh, it ruled. So it was good. Yeah, and like that's the thing. I feel like women who are kind of terrifying are usually the fucking coolest women out. Uh huh. 
It's true. Well, that was um, episode. Unless it, mm-hmm. that's the episode. What did we think? Ranking? Yeah, rankings. Honestly, God, this episode I don't even know because no one was like particularly awful. Um, like Carrie was just herself you know she's just her annoying self but she did shut down that creep which yeah i respect yeah because like the beginning of the episode like like halfway through the episode i was like you're just being annoying this week because you keep like interrupting your friends but then they like don't give a shit and you're like making your vogue thing seem more important than it is Mm -hmm. like i did like to see the end of it and i liked that she stuck it out with the boss that she didn't really think she would get along with and instead of just quitting so that was kind of cool but I also really liked Charlotte this week because she was like really wanted to do her thing for Miranda but then she was like no I should do Miranda's thing for Miranda because this is for her and I shouldn't be making it about me and so that was kind of nice because like the whole thing was like Charlotte wanted to throw her own baby shower but didn't get to so like that's probably kind of hard for you to like not throw your dream baby shower for your friend yeah I don't know I mean, I think this is a rare week where I don't think anyone was, like, truly terrible. Yeah. Like, I probably would put Carrie at the bottom just because, mm, I don't know. I feel like Carrie or Samantha could be at the bottom, but not through any fault of that. well, Carrie's fault of her own, but not for anything particularly egregious. Yeah. Yeah, kind of agree with you there. And Samantha was kind of one of those ones where I was like, I don't really like this plot because it's one of those ones where you relate to it, but not in a fun way. And you're like, no. And I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'd probably put Charlotte at the top and then maybe like Miranda, Samantha, Carrie, or maybe Miranda, Carrie, Samantha. I don't know. I will go, I will say it's a tie. It is a tie. They're all the simultaneous winners and losers. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is valid. It's communism. Yes. Um, should we get into questions? Yes. Yes. Because we have like, well, we have four questions and a Steve voice. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So questions. Um, if you want to send us a question, you can send them into citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Um, our first question is from friend of the show, guest of the show, Alex, aka Tumblr user Leaf Crunch. You ask, what are the girls' cat names? <laughs> I love this question. Um, if you're in our Discord server, you probably know that we've been taken over by Cats the Musical. Um, I've been in hell. Yep. Uh, okay. it- <laughs> I've been tortured for the past few weeks. <laughs> as, as we've had this break between now and Christmas. Well, between our last episode and now, I suppose. I'm very tired. I have been tortured by demons. I do not want to go see cats. <laughs> I feel like I have to to understand what the fuck my friends are talking about. The thing about cats is that it's really fun. <laughs> it's not. I feel like I had the most fun in theater seeing cats than I did seeing anything else in theaters in 2019. And that includes like john wick 3 detective pikachu knives out like the lighthouse like i had a fucking good time like i feel like if i went this is the thing is i either need to go with my mother because she understands the weird stuff i like or i need to go by myself but get very drunk Mm -hmm. 
I effectively went by myself because I went with Matt and two friends, but the theater was mm-hmm. so full that none of us could – well, two of our friends sat together, but I was sitting completely alone. So I was just sitting there next to two randos, um, one of whom, uh, the lady sitting to my left, fully started crying when memory was being sung. Uh, to be fair, is Jennifer Hudson. It is Jennifer Hudson, and it was, a, it was a beautiful song. I was like, the, I I fully had so much fun in the movie. So like, I loved it, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I fully understand. Like, it was a, it was very well done. The song, I mean, okay. Um, All right, okay. The girls' cat names. Okay, <laughs> so I mean, if you don't know anything about cats, then you're probably living in a vacuum or something. Um, but <laughs> the, so I mean, all the cats and cats have you know. Special names, because cats aren't just named, like, you know, Felix. They're named, you know, like, Mr. Mistopheles, or fuck. Don't, I think, from the vague stuff I know about cats, don't cats have, like, three names? They have, like, yeah, the name the humans give them, they have the name the other cats give them, and then they have, like, I don't know, another name. Yeah. Fucking, Andrew Lloyd Webber is a plight. Oh, for sure. He's fully the worst. Um, But yes, they do have three names. Um, And so I actually am going to touch on that a tiny bit here because like, so I came up with names (laughs) for three of them. Um, Okay, so the thing is, so I came, so they all have, a lot of them have like, like what they do. So like Gus is the theater cat. Well, it's short for asparagus, the theater cat. And then there's like, (laughs) they have like titles and things. Um, And so I gave, (laughs) I told, I said that Carrie would be Twinkletto. It's kind of like, like Twinkle and Stiletto. And she would be the fashion cat. So she'd be Twinkletto the fashion cat. I said that um, Samantha would be Persephone. Love that. Um, and then I said that Charlotte would be Princess Rebecca. Uh, that was a name for pussy. Yeah. So yeah, Rebecca was the pussy name. So she's Princess Rebecca. So Love uh, and then okay, I'm yeah, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Keep talking. Okay. So like the cats have that's the that's like their you know real names is what the what the other cats call them. But then some of them have like the human names. So like when at the start of the movie there you meet Victoria and obviously Victoria is a very different name from fucking like Jenny Any Dots or fucking Skimble Shanks. Uh, and so Victoria is like the name that the humans give her, right? So she you know. Obviously, her name yeah. is very different. My kind of – Christian name. Yeah. My idea is that Miranda – her name is just Miranda because she shows up to, like, the Jellicle Ball and they're like, okay, well, what the fuck's your name? And she says Miranda and they're like, well, that's not a fucking cat name. And she's like, look, I don't understand why I can't just be Miranda. I like being Miranda. Like, it's fine. I think I can just be Miranda. Like, isn't that fine with you guys? And she's just Miranda. Okay. That's what I think. All right. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had a, a stroke. Yeah. No, that's kind of the experience of cats. But it, it kind of also just opens up every possibility. Like, there hasn't been a moment that Matt and I have sat in silence for more than, like, ten minutes without <laughs> one of us being, like, you know, singing either Skimble Shanks or just Jellicle songs for Jellicle Cats at each other. It's just – a it, it, Eternal brain worms never leaving our head ever. <laughs> this is the thing. This is like when you're. Here's how I felt for the past what few weeks at this point. It feels like 
decades. It feels like years. I log on to see what my friends are talking about. And they're all like, Skimble Shanks for Railway Cat. <laughs> Jellicle Ball for Jellicle Cat. <laughs> and I feel like I've had a stroke and I don't speak English anymore. <laughs> you guys are just saying words. And I have no idea what's going that on. That is so bad. I love it. Yeah. No, it's an experience. It really is an experience. So <laughs> I'm really happy that we got this question because I was actually already thinking about it before she even sent it in. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, Alec, for hurting my brain even more. Uh huh. Um, okay. Next question is from Tumblr user Magnificent Sap Caddy. Uh, who asks? It's 2020. Storks are out. What's the hot new animal that we're going to tell kids is where babies come from? Pussies. Because it's not lying. No. I mean, I do like cab- I do like the idea that babies come from cabbage patches. I think that's fun. Okay. So I don't know if I'd say I say they're just like I just picked you out of the garden, you know, like a like a potato. I like that. I like I do like the bird idea. Like the thing about storks is that I've literally never seen a stork in my life, and I honestly feel like they were made up just to talk about babies. Like it feels mm. like not a real animal. Yeah, I know what you mean. I didn't really think a stork was like real until like probably i was about like 12 <laughs> this reminds me of t- <laughs> this reminds me that my ex didn't think groundhogs were real and they were made up for groundhog day <laughs> your ex is fucking stupid That's like, the thing, he was like no they're not real animals like when people are like did the groundhog see its shadow they're just like it's just a like a joke like it's not real and i'm like the groundhogs are real they're very much real animals <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my mom didn't think Wolverines were real until like maybe a week ago. Oh, that's kind of a that's a weird one because of Wolverine. Yeah, she was like I because okay, so I was talking to a guy who is Norwegian and was in Norway, and he took a picture of this was very cute. We didn't really like vibe on a spiritual level, but he was very sweet, and he sent me a picture of footprints in the snow, and he was like what animal made these and i was like i have no fucking clue why would i know this i grew up in london um but it was a wolverine and i told my mom and she was like wolverines are real (laughs) yeah i've had this experience with my friend who didn't think narwhals were real yeah narwhals sound fake yeah they really do Should we say that narwhals put babies because narwhals sound the most fake and i feel like it should be a they look fake and it's like how do you exist and not kill each other constantly by accident yeah it's like being edward scissorhands but it's real but they're all edward scissorhands yeah like that's what being a narwhal is like (laughs) how do you like you know i guess it's kind of stressful yeah i guess it could be like babies could get delivered by the by the narwhal (laughs) instead of the stork Mm. babies get delivered by jeff bezos you order a baby on amazon.com that that I guess kind of works. You probably yeah, could. Yeah, by drones. Yeah, no, that checks out. Mm-hmm. It's sad but true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> next question is from. Sorry, I went onto Twitter and started and typed in Shimble Shanks the Railway Cat because he's very talented. He's literally Matt. <laughs> like the number of times that I've been like Skimble Shanks the Railway Matt, the Matt of the Railway Train, because Matt talks about trains all the time. So. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, (laughs) This next question is for me. Pour moi. Yes. Uh, It's from friend of the show, guest of the show, Summer, aka Key Princess on Tumblr. 
And here we have, which TikTok memes would each of the girls be participating in? So I thought about this while I was peeing. And I, I mean, I didn't think all that hard. So my first thought was, so there's this meme of like this woman going, Doja Cat. Uh, we don't talk about that girl uh-huh. uh, she's trash we don't talk about that girl and then like fucking vibing to Doja Cat literally half a second later mm-hmm. and I think that would be Carrie but she'd do it and it'd be like big <laughs> yeah like big we don't talk about that girl and then <laughs> then like she would make like memes out of you know when they like have a sound and they make a meme out of that okay. she would be doing that and they would all be related to like her toxic boyfriends mhm uh and then i feel like samantha this is a fucking hot take samantha would obviously make thirst traps and probably be part of i don't mm, i don't want to talk about that so there is like i forgot that like ddlg was a thing oh i wish living in a bubble yeah but there is like a subculture of that on tiktok now and i'm like disgusting I'm not saying Samantha would be part of that, because obviously we found out from this episode she does not vibe with, but I do feel like she would be part of the weird Dom sub-subculture hmm. that is on TikTok, and you will will occasionally come up, and it'll be like a middle-aged woman, and she'll be like in a corset with a choker around her neck, and you'll be like, can you not do this in public? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely fine if you're into that, but like, I don't know why you need to make it public. Yeah, I got some problems with daddy dom lg stuff but yeah. i'm not gonna yell about it here <laughs> no i remember like when my cousins were around for christmas they were doing like tiktok dances and i was like the amount of shit i've seen on tiktok i can't believe you're on there but f- fine mm-hmm. um <laughs> i don't have enough time to explain to your mother but okay <laughs> anyway yeah um so I feel like she'd probably be, like, horny TikTok, like, thirst traps and, like, you know, weird shit. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want her to be part of, because I like her. Um, Charlotte's probably doing, like, the kind of the dance trends, poorly making, like, craft videos. I don't know why we always say that Charlotte would be making craft videos if she was ever online, but it's just... That's just the type of character she I is. think it's because she has so much free time, too, that she can just fucking do shit like that. Yeah, and she definitely just seems like the type of person to be like, I made this handbag out of hot glue. And you're like, no one cares. Yeah, like, she, like she's definitely the kind of person who needs hobbies. I mean, like, everyone should have hobbies, mm. I guess. But, like, she seems like the yeah. kind of person who's like, has hobbies, but actually does them. Yes. <laughs> Which, yes, like, what the fuck? She has hobbies. <laughs> mm. And then Miranda... Miranda's probably I I feel like Miranda's just me and has a TikTok account but never posts anything and just makes snarky comments on people's videos. <laughs> yeah, that sounds accurate. Or, or have you heard of the TikTok mafia? Uh no. So there's people that make videos like pretend they have like mafia OCs and they like pretend they're in the mafia. Like 1940s style, not like Sopranos, which I find very upsetting. I wish it was more like Soprano style, like tracksuits. Yeah. Kind of thing. But no. Um, it's fucking weird, but I feel like Samantha, I feel like, no, Miranda would be kind of into that. There are, there's, like, lots of, like, roleplay kind of stuff, like, not in a kinky way, just, like, like, there's one where it's, like, people pretend they're whole TikTok account, but never post anything and just make snarky comments on people's videos. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Or, or, have you heard of the TikTok mafia? 
Uh, no. So there's people that make videos, like, pretend... They have, like, mafia OCs, and they, like, pretend they're in the mafia. Like, 1940s style, not, like, Sopranos, which I find very upsetting. I wish it was more, like, Sopranos style, like, tracksuits. Yeah. Kind of thing. But no. Um, it's fucking weird. But I feel like Samantha... I feel like... No. Miranda would be kind of into that. There are, there's, like, lots of, like, roleplay kind of stuff. Like, not in a kinky way. Just, like... Like, there's one where it's, like, people pretend they're Hogwarts professors and stuff. I feel like I could see Miranda doing that. Mm. Yeah. She she would be pretty low-key, I feel like. Yeah. But I feel like Carrie's just making memes. Like, just actual memes. Which are kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. Because she's a writer, after all. She's creative. Yeah. <laughs> I like all of those. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> I do love TikTok. I am going to, once this video is over, I will be going to bed watching TikTok. Nice. We have one um, more question. We have one more question, which is from Frequent Question Oscar, a friend of the show, 2 by 2 Furious, um, who asked, what would someone have to say to make you kick them out of a threesome? I feel like this is a fast one for me because I'm just so tired. I'm like on a lot of things. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like yeah. I'd be kicking them out before they even got there. Yeah, like... I don't know if someone could say, like, one thing particularly to make... Th- like, because if I'm already interested in them, presumably I like them. It's like, say I was in bed with anyone. They'd have to say something really fucked up for me to be like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah, right? and you're kind of already there, so it's kind of like, let's just get this over with, I guess. Oh my god, I never told the story. Oh. Oh, right, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Kept you waiting, huh? True. Anyway, so... I went around this guy's house. I'd been like a date with, I'd been like a couple dates with him. And I was like, mm, I'm bored. Should we just go to your place? And we did. And he like, I, you know, I was like, oh, let's watch a movie. Right. If you're on a date with someone and it's getting kind of late and you're like, let's go to your place and watch a movie or just some TV or something. What do you think is going to happen? Well, it's going to depend, but <laughs> it's like, let's say it's like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah, there's, you know, not a whole lot of things that are going to happen. Oh, not a whole lot of no. different things that can happen. <laughs> no. So I was like, yeah, let's go to yours and like watch a movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to watch a fucking whole entire movie. So let's just fucking get started. And he was like, should, we, should I put something on? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I went to the toilet and then I came back. And put on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, not music or anything. Like, not not something that was, like, at least a little bit, like, kind of, like... You don't find Larry David sexy? (laughs) Larry David! (laughs) And... (laughs) I was like, okay. And he, like, cracked open a can of beer and laid on the bed and was genuinely watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. And... I was like, holy shit, this is what my dad does every night. <laughs> this is what my dad does every night when he comes in from work. He goes to bed, he cracks open a beer, he has his dinner, and he watches, like, Kirby Enthusiasm or Seinfeld. Yeah. Or just some other, like, you know, sitcom. It's, like, kind of generic that he can zone out uh-huh. to. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh no what have i done anyway so i started making out with him and then by the time we started taking our clothes off the fucking theme song was playing no oh no <laughs> that's so much oh it was, it was the universe was playing a fucking trick on me that day oh that's so much it was a lot 
Anyway, and I still didn't kick him out of bed. I still had sex with that man. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Like I said, once you're there, it's kind of like, yeah. Okay. Like, unless something like horrific happens or you're just, you just have a complete change of heart. Or you're actually just being a creep or something. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, once I'm there, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Be over in five minutes. Yeah. The thing <laughs> is, like, getting me there. It's like, God, yes. I don't want to do anything ever. And <laughs> yeah. God, just I'm just remembering the experience of being on Tinder for women. And like, oh just the number of accounts that were like looking for a third and being like, I just, I'm out before even like reading this. Like, your boyfriend is a toe and I don't yeah. want to fuck your boyfriend. And I mean, I'd be down if they had a hot boyfriend. They never do. It's like, also though, if they're hot, like, do you think they're good at sex? Mm. Like, if they're a hot, some like hot guy with a girlfriend, with a hot girlfriend looking for a third, like, do you really think he's going to be good at a threesome? Like, I mean, like, I feel like being good at a threesome just takes a lot of skill to begin with because, like, you got to put so much effort in. It's just fucking, like, like just in my onion, like, fucking just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, I know every single fucking bisexual woman has said this. Every single time. Yeah. The girl is, like, an eight, and then the guy is, like, a four. Mm-hmm. And I have to be, like... Okay, sis, I've dated plenty of ugly men. It's fine. But how can you expect me to fuck the both of you? The whiplash I will go through <laughs> is not right. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. It's mm-hmm. – I'm just – I'm too tired. I I just – it's too much. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. I think – I think they'd have to – yeah, I mean, I'm with Samantha. If they started, like, saying, like, pet names, if I was in the relationship – and they started calling my partner, like, pet names and stuff and being, like, overly familiar when we've agreed it's just about sex, I would be like, eh, nah, stop. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I just – I haven't had the best experience, so that's just no. my onion. I'm – yeah, no. I feel like <laughs> they wouldn't have to say anything because they wouldn't be there anyway. <laughs> yeah, but. but I did think of – I've had – all right, so if you're not familiar with – uh, Charlie XCX's song Shake It. Uh, Brooke Candy has a verse in it and it starts with, Tell me what you want, tell me what you want, daddy. And the obviously, like, the phrase daddy does upset me to a degree, but the way she says it is so fucking funny. I've not been able to get it out of my head since <laughs> I first heard it. And I was, I've just, the, the way she says daddy is like, daddy? Like, it's like a question. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if someone said that, but in the same tone as Brooke Candy, I would laugh and I wouldn't be able to finish. I, I mean, I wouldn't I be feel able to finish like the session. If anyone said daddy, period, to me, I would be like that. But especially in that case, I really can't yeah. take it seriously. <laughs> like, if, if that's what you get off on, then that is great. And I'm happy for you. But I cannot hear the words daddy and think and think it's sexy even remotely. It's just too much for me, no. especially if it's said like that. <laughs> I have... Because, like, I haven't said it to someone in a sexual way. I've had, I have, like, seen, you know, a very attractive man and been like, oh, he's daddy. And then afterwards, yeah. I'm, like, looking in the mirror, like, what have I become? I mean, like, I went to see Ocean's 8 and I was like, well, Kate Blanchett is daddy in this. But, yeah. Um, but that's, I feel like that's different. <laughs> mm. I didn't say it Calling to her. Some- <laughs> no. 
saying it to someone is different than just saying, okay, their daddy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the thing. Especially, yeah. I would never want to say it to a man either. Like, no. no. If you're saying it to, like, literally anyone who's not a man, then, like, that is that is powerful. But if you're saying it to a man, then, like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone, stream daddy as fuck by Slater. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, we have a Steve. Well, should we go to Patreon? Yeah, let's do the Patreon and the Steve voice will be part of that, I guess. So, um, Patreon, if you want to uh, donate to us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash citygirlsmakedo. You can give us $1 a month to get a special Discord rule, get access to any bonus content. We should be recording Keanu podcast very soon. So that will be part of it. $1 for Keanu podcast. And you also get- And it should come out. Yeah. Yeah, it should come out this month. Yeah, it should be. Just be patient. We, We Thank you for everyone being very patient with us. We've just been extremely busy yeah we are very busy and also live in different continents so (laughs) scheduling is sometimes hard (laughs) yeah um also for one dollar you get access to the looker and nanu channel which is poppin and it's really good and you everyone loves it so uh so many pictures of looker and nanu in there that you wouldn't see otherwise uh there's also the five dollar tier so at the five dollar tier you get access to everything from the one dollar tier plus you get to get a shout out on the podcast every week so shout out to summer geist jess ayalachi siberian pine hardwood jennifer snyder dan mike dawson silva matt ribeiro and pr the disaster uh so that are that is all our five dollar donors so thank you so much and you can submit stuff for steve voice so this one is from siberian pine um <clears throat> it's bear with me it's a bit of a long one <laughs> uh so kfc have rolled out a vegan sandwich in the uk and i have walked past so many kfcs in my life feeling bitter that <laughs> that they didn't have anything there i'd eat and being super cautious about what fried chicken might taste like because i've never had it in my life and i finally got this vegan chicken sandwich miranda with the 11 herbs and spices mm-hmm. and you know what it was pretty good <laughs> uh, so thank you for Definitely. thank you for that. I have no idea what I just read, but I appreciate it. How have you not had fried chicken? I'm concerned. Fried chicken is amazing. I've had fried chicken. I, mean, I just haven't read the post before. No, I mean Siberian pine. What? Oh, you mean like that's I their mean, rant, what? you mean? I think so. I feel like Steve has definitely had fried chicken. Oh, no, Steve definitely has. I was like, I'm not sure if that is from something or if it's like just a legitimate rant. I, yeah, I'm like to try the KFC vegan fried chicken because like I don't trust these hoes. Mm, I don't either. <laughs> I feel like they'll put real chicken in it and I'll eat real chicken and then I'll die because I haven't had real chicken in like 10 years. I just, so like, I think if I had it now I just, like, I'd have a heart attack. I've eaten at KFC like twice in my entire life and I eat meat so like I don't know I just mm. don't really care for fried chicken like at all. I don't know it's fine but it's never what, what I'm going to want to eat so. Sorry to be a stereotype. Fried chicken I mean, it's kind of greasy most of the time, but fried chicken's nice. Like, it's fine. It's just, like, if I'm craving fast food, then I probably want, like, a, a Wendy yeah. or something. I do fuck with the, if you're in the UK, the McDonald's vegan wrap. It's very nice. Mm, that would be tasty. I had it the other day. I feel, I've heard that there's the some good day. vegan stuff at, like, A&W and stuff now here. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I fuck with more, like, a burger and fries than I do with fried chicken, so... Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm with you. 
Um, then if you want to donate $10 a month, you could be extra super duper special and you would get all of the previous rewards. Plus you would get an even specialer discord rule. Plus you would get to listen to us record live every week and it would be really fun because I've listened to podcasts live and it's fun to do to be feel like you're really there. Like you were really on that episode, even if you weren't, you weren't on the episode, but you were there. So (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's our Patreon. Uh, if you go to our Patreon also, there is a link to the Discord. So if you want to join the Discord and you're not a spam bot, then go check that out. Um, yeah, if you're a spam bot, keep walking, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, you'll get kicked the fuck out. You're getting blocked and banned and kicked. So, um, I guess also, like, I don't think we mentioned the, I mean, everyone knows the Tumblr by now. Send us questions to tumblr.citygirls.com. citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask if you have questions. One other thing before we sign off is, so we're short for time, so I'm only going to do one, but over the holidays, I got a Sex in the City trivia calendar, so every day has a different piece of trivia on it, and I picked the one I thought was the funniest to me, because some of them are like, how much did the first movie make? And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Um, But this one is from January 10th, And the question says, true or false, Sex and the City 2's insensitive and out-of-touch plot was considered a disservice for women in the film industry. (laughs) (laughs) What? What do you think? True or false? (laughs) That doesn't even sound like it. That sounds like an opinion. That doesn't sound like a true or false question. I'm going to say true. Okay, well... You're actually wrong. So um, the answer is false. In fact, uh, it marked a true victory for older women in movies. The characters were all over 40 with one over 50. None of them played a grandmother or even a crazy aunt. New Line, the company that distributed the Sex and the City films, called them the Super Bowl for Women, a powerful, if sexist, statement on their economic lure. No woman, no woman on the planet had an issue with it. No, not one. It was a, it did a service for all women. Uh, Semper funny. We should be saluting them, and we should be proud. Powerful yet sexist and racist. <laughs> like Sex in the City too. Like the girls go to like they go to what Abu Dhabi. Like yeah, yeah. And there's there's a fucking like uh, Jennifer Hudson, uh, aka Grizabella, plays just she just just play a magical Negro. Like she is just like I'm a magic black person. Bye. Uh huh. Yeah, so, you know, it turns out that actually it was good, according to the true or false trivia from the Sex and the City trivia calendar, so. (laughs) Okay, Uh thanks for that. Yeah, so I'll be back next time with uh, some more fascinating trivia for you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise, that's the episode. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's, you know, just City Girls Make Do. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Age of Oddish. And I'm Winful Island on Tumblr. I'm Alex the Virgo on Twitter. And I'm Dork Phoenix on Tumblr. Fucking hell yeah, you are. So, gang, gang. so long and good night, bitches. We're finishing season four next week, and we hate cops more than ever. We do. I'm so mad that Love Island has a cop on it, and he's the hottest guy there. Mm-hmm. Fucking rude. Yeah. <laughs> All the other guys are fucking buzz. <laughs> anyway. I haven't seen it, but I trust you to death, so. They're not cute. <laughs> I need to lust. And I refuse to lust over a cop, so I'm fuming. Yeah. Anyway, um, fuck cops, but not like that. Mm-hmm.
and so long good night mohe every day mohe every day you i know. can't believe i forgot that one yeah mm-hmm. yep fucking <laughs> adios right. bitches bye love you bye bye <laughs>